0: I think you have to stop comparing yourself to those people and you have to understand that no, nothing in the social media is actually real, because when you post something, you post something that you want uh, everyone to see. Of course, people do not post their bad days or do not post something bad that happens in their life. and. I think it's important to stop comparing yourself to the others and you have to become the best version of yourself without thinking that maybe someone is better. Of course, someone is better, I think, but it doesn't really matter because you are you.
1: This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and 2019 for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 285 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the Vice President of the Helen Marlin Group to the Vice Chancellor of the UGCC Church to the president of the Erasmus Student Network, Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center, Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, United World College, Harvard University, and Minerva Schools at KGI, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament, and at the Canadian Parliament to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them, this project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds, so if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians, and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland, and Monaco top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland, top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai, and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes, together, We will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Daria Ryashko. Dasha is an international law student at the Institute of International Relations Taras Shevchenko National University of Kiev. Born in a really small town called Chop, located in Zakarpathia, near the Carpathians and Hungarian border in western Ukraine, Dasha loves dancing and has been part of her local folk dance club for about six or seven years. But now, she stopped because she moved to Kiev. Dasha is also fascinated by learning new languages and she absolutely loves traveling to new countries and cities. Dasha graduated from her school having all the A's and therefore she received a gold medal. She also was an activist in school and she was chosen to present her school various times at different competitions. Dasha did athletics for a while and she even has a bronze medal for winning the relay race, also her and her team participated in nearly every festival or competition possible in her region. Dasha, how are you today?
0: Yes, hello, thank you, I'm good. And I'm really excited to uh, do all this because I'm really interested in this. And I've talked um, with a lot of my friends and they say that your your podcast is absolutely great experience. So they wish I would do this too.
1: Thank you so much. You're so kind. And let's begin with something more emotional. These days, when you want to feel alive, to relax and to experience your favorite emotions, What do you like to do
0: Well, um, mostly I'm very communicative, so usually when I feel like depressed or I have some anxiety, I usually go and uh, walk around with my friends and I contact my family because, well, whenever I'm home, like in Zakarpatyah, I spend a lot of time with my family, but now I'm studying, so um, I just, you know, call in my mom and my brother and my father. Uh, But yes, I usually walk with my friends and if I don't want it, um, I just, I don't know, I go for a walk like far away from the town, like in the forest or just in nature so that I can feel uh, the balance, I think, that I've lost.
1: I love that. Tell me more about that experience. Let's say you speak with your family or with your friends and that communication. How do you feel before How do you feel during it and what does it give you, so how do you feel afterwards?
0: Well, uh, usually, you know, um, I have um, a lot on me because, you know, with all that moving to another city and to a big city, I sometimes feel like I'm overwhelmed and I just think about the things that don't really matter. So then I just, you know, call my friends and we go for a walk and I just, you know, don't think about it. We talk about like other things or I, uh, you know, call my mom and we talk about how it is in my hometown. So I just kind of, you know, um, go away from it. And then when I'm ready, I just think about it alone. And then, uh, you know, I feel better or just going for a walk in nature. I just observe and... uh, Uh, you know, it's about the time that you don't really focus on your problems. You just focus on what's good in your life and uh, you like fell, you'll fall in love with your life again, I think.
1: Thank you. So if I understood you correctly, you when you are overwhelmed or having some big decision or situation, you might focus on the problems and many things that don't matter. So spending time with family or communicating with friends gets your mind off of that so you're not thinking about it or simply walking in nature and observing allows you to not think about such things and therefore when you return you're more refreshed you see the bigger picture and you're grateful for the positive things as well for your life and therefore you have that balance to act better and deal with anything Is this correct?
0: Yes, you're absolutely right. Because I think sometimes, you know, when there is a problem, you need to take some time off and you think you like shall stop thinking about it. Because when you start overthink, you can make a decision that will not be completely correct and appropriate. Because you can do it with either anger, or you can be like too nervous or something. So I do not like making really spontaneous decisions, uh, like about something important, because usually I just, you know, uh, do not have this balance inside me. So I can do something that I will regret later.
1: Thank you. And then please tell me more though about that. What is a spontaneous decision? And why would it be less right than another decision that you said is the right one like speak more about that what is it do you believe we can know what decisions are right beforehand Uh, do you believe as long as you feel good when you make decision it's right or what is the process
0: uh well i actually i love spontaneous decisions but when they are about like you know when Uh, Someone asks if you want to go anywhere or something like this. And yes, I usually agree. So I like travel a lot. And when somebody asks me and tells me like, yeah, come on, let's go there or there, I usually say yes. But I'm talking about decisions when, you know, you can get like nervous or angry and you can say something or do something that later you think, no, that wasn't right. I need to fix this. And sometimes... You cannot actually fix this anymore. For example, you know, like I love my friends, but of course, sometimes we fight. And if someone says something wrong to me, I can, you know, respond um, like with anger and I can respond unrespectfully and that's why when something happens I usually stop and I say no I will deal with this later and then I just sit and I you know and, and analyze the situation you know think about what person actually meant and maybe that was me that actually overreacted so that what I, that's what I mean when I say I don't like spontaneous decisions
1: How did you learn this
0: Well, I just think it's uh, my life experience, you know, like um, long ago when I was um, smaller and um, like (laughs) younger, (laughs) perhaps uh, I, well, I just uh, lost a lot because I was acting uh, not like I did and that I thought about it. And uh, then I just realized that it's not right and I really need to think about the problem. I need to analyze the situation and maybe, you know, put uh, someone, put myself in someone else's um, shoes, like walk a a mile in their shoes. And then I just, you know, understand that maybe I uh, can act um, not really appropriately.
1: I agree. It's a very useful attitude to you as a lawyer. And even before I ask you about that, you said you lost a lot, which reminds me of one of your friends who said because of her serious face, she lost potential (laughs) friendships where people would think that she's not friendly at all. But in reality, she is. Do you have such issue as well?
0: Well, I cannot say because when I, you know, when I talk to people who know me for a while, they actually say that, you know, my first impression really fits me as a person. Like they say, you seem friendly. Like I am really communicative and I'm really social. So I do not like sit silently or something like this. I like to, you know, participate in conversation and so on. So, uh, you know, uh, when people meet me, they already know it so they say that actually well i think no probably no
1: thank you then how did you come to choose the specialty of international law and the institute of international relations
0: uh yes well that was uh, quite a long way actually and this is when this was actually uh quite a spontaneous decision but th- that was the case when i do not do absolutely not regret it because uh, actually i'm from a small town and it actually like far away from kiev and um, from my town there are really a few people who you know moved to our capital so I actually didn't quite know that I would, you know, do this. But then I just, uh, I've been to Kiev uh, like two years ago, I think. And I just fell in love with this city. And I thought that maybe one day I can come and study here. And then when I finished school, when I graduated from my school, I thought, why not? Like, why not? I really love this city. And uh, uh, I always thought uh, that you know, people are really important to me. And I knew that there are a lot of interesting people here, a lot of smart people here. So I just kind of made my decision and then I entered. So yeah, that is.
1: People are very important for you. And in Kiev, there are many interesting people and smart people, correct?
0: Yes, it uh, yes, uh, it, it is because um, you know, I am really social, as I've said before. So I cannot uh, spend my time alone. I just walk with with people, with my friends all the time. So I just it was important to, for me to know that there are new people, there are interesting people, and I knew a few people uh, in Kiev before I moved here we just you know talked online and etc so i was pretty sure and i absolutely do not regret it
1: and as a highly social person where people are super important for you how did you deal with the pandemic
0: well yeah that was (laughs) that was the issue for me personally because uh of course when you know you spend uh, your like every day you spend some time with people and then you have just sit at home. But thankfully we live in the 21st century when you just, you know, you can talk online and et cetera, et cetera. And I did it, of course. And I also like went for a walk with uh, like people like my sister or something uh, so that, you know, I do not lose connection and I do not feel disbalanced because if I spend, you know, well, I... Kinda, I can't say that I'm not okay with being alone. like actually sometimes I need time alone. but of course when it was pandemic um, it was pretty hard and I am just happy that it all uh, you know is coming to a better end.
1: Do you and your sister have similar personalities?
0: Uh, well, my sister is actually like my cousin, not my, you know, (laughs) but, uh, I'm not sure that we are the same because she is more like calm and, you know, and I am more like this, having this energy and uh, I always want to move. I can sit in one place for a while, but she's a really great person. (laughs) So (laughs) that's what matters the most.
1: Your energy, how do you cultivate it? how do you keep yourself productive and deal with tiredness or anything like that?
0: Well, I think um, that probably when you really understand that something is important, you just you find the power to do it. So that's uh, why when I study or when I want to do something, I just I always have time. And I think that if you really want to do something, you will find time. You will find your energy. But of course, it is obvious that you have to rest to properly, that you have to take your time off, not just working 24 seven. Yeah, so that is like, you just find balance. And you just, everyone knows how much time they need to rest. And I don't really need much time. uh, So I just, you know, kind of put it together. And that's how I deal with all this.
1: I like that you mentioned when you know, something is important then you will put effort and energy into it what makes this important for you that you're putting so much effort and energy into it
0: well um i think um you know, at the beginning of something new, I always make my priorities and, you know, prioritize things that usually matter the most. For example, right now, I need to focus on my studying because, you know, it, it is a new year and uh, I have my, uh, you know, second year of studying in Institute of International Relations. So, um, and, you know, it is it is a lot different because we used to study uh, online and now we are going to our university. So, Uh, You know, um, I have actually, I have to put a lot of of effort uh, to do this. And I just realized that if I didn't want to do this, then I would never succeed, I think. So that's why, of course, studying now is my main priority. But I do not forget about myself. I do not forget about my friends and my family. So I just, you know, I hope that I will... um, succeed in putting all this together and just you know uh, dealing with all this and um, so that i can you know succeed in every part of my life not just focusing focusing on something one
1: thank you and now i'm curious about something you graduated from your high school with a gold medal you were the top student but how does it feel to study in a group full of top students, rather than being the top one, everybody is ambitious, hardworking, smart, and productive.
0: Well, I actually kind of enjoy it because, uh, well, I think it is better to be like uh, on the level with everyone rather than just to be the best because, uh, well, it's important that when you are the best and, you know, and everyone is Uh, like a lot lower than you or just you know they don't put much effort as you do Uh, it's important that you don't like stop and relax Uh, you don't think like oh i'm the best i can just leave it okay i'm anyway i'm the best so no one can overcome me no because personally you do it for yourself not for everyone and now that i'm the university it's really uh, like Great because you know I can talk to my friends and you know we uh, we share a lot we share a lot of uh, the same interests and the thing that is that everyone is ambitious. Well, I just um, it's actually a bit much motiva- motivational for me and it's not like the thought that well I want to be the best. No, I don't because. You know, I don't do it for everyone and I don't study uh, in order to prove something for someone, to someone. So basically, I like this because we can, you know, share uh, the interests and we can talk um, about the things that we all are good at so i pretty much enjoy it and i look at someone who is better than like not better than me i don't think this is appropriate to you know just say that someone is better or something so someone is worse but you know i just look at the student that maybe is doing better at some subject and I think, wow, she's really good, or he's really good. I want to be like like him. So I study harder, but not in order to, you know, be better or something like this. I want to be like the best version of myself, not the best version among anyone else.
1: I like this energy of confidence that you're speaking with. Are you a confident girl?
0: Well, I think that, you know, well, I am confident and... Uh, I think that self-esteem is really important but you know you just (laughs) you don't have to like think like you're the best or something uh, because um, it's easy to you know (laughs) do it over and do, do it too much so I just think you need to analyze yourself and you need to realize that of course you will be good at something or you will be bad at something and you will be like you can be worse than someone in one sphere but do like do something better than this person so I just think that you don't have to think about like who's better than me or who's worse than me like no one cares actually it's important that you do your best not to like you know just be better than someone I think it's really not that useful. And you just put yourself in this depressive, depressive state, because you just, um, you start to think like, okay, I do this, and someone does better than, you know, you just kind of feel, I think, sad and depressed. So you don't really need to compare yourself with anyone.
1: Thank you. It's a really balanced attitude. And just to make sure Did you always have high self-esteem or did you need to cultivate it and develop it and grow it?
0: Well, uh, probably I think when I was like younger and we were all children at school, uh, it was the time that, well, I I cannot say that I was bullied or something, but, you know, there were people who were like, uh, you know... mm, Uh, who were provocative or something but i think uh at all and of course at some point of my life i was like not this confident because i thought about many things that like don't really matter anymore i just can't even think about them now but um i think it's important to just stop and to analyze yourself and to understand that you're great actually like everyone is great at something and you know, you may be worse than something else, but no one cares, actually, it doesn't really matter.
1: But tell me more, imagine there are some other Ukrainian teenagers who have low self esteem, what would be your advice or method? Or what did you do in order to not think about those wrong things or to see them as unimportant, compared to some people who might over focus on negative comments or negative illusions?
0: Well, I just think that I would advise not to pay attention. It's really like easy. It sounds easy, but I know that it can be hard, of course. But you just don't need to take anything personally. Probably those people who like comment you or your actions negatively, they actually have lower self-esteem than you do. And, you know, because when a person is satisfied with himself or herself, uh, well, if i'm satisfied i won't say anything bad to anyone because i don't really it's not my uh, you know deal and it doesn't touch me and uh, you know i just leave her leave that person alone so you just have to realize that if someone says something bad they actually insecure about themselves most of the times or they can be even jealous of you and you know, maybe the teenager who is bullied in school, who is bullied at school, will think like, "Oh my God, how can someone be jealous of me?" But I think they actually might. They just don't show it. And uh, if the person has really low self-esteem, uh, usually he doesn't really notice things that he's good at you know and i think the main reason and and the main like point of all this is just to focus on those things you just have to find something that uh, that you like and you know just to uh, just do it just work and um, you will be better at this point than someone else and maybe you are already but you know you just don't notice it and don't pay attention to it you think that you're not enough but in fact you are and someone can be just jealous of you and they say something bad in order to let you down, to, uh, to make you think like you're not doing it properly or something else. So I just think you have to like focus on yourself, not on anyone else and not on uh, something that anyone else says. Yes, that's the point.
1: Thank you. And you mentioned finding something that you love. One of the things that you mentioned and you wrote your love is languages. Why are you fascinated with languages? What does it mean for you? Tell me the story and the deeper reason.
0: Well, I I think I got interested in languages when I was about, I don't know, 12 years old. I was really interested in English because, you know, I just... So thought, uh, you know, I traveled a lot with my parents and I'm really grateful to my parents that they took me in a lot of places and that's when I just started thinking uh, that it would be great if I, you know, if I spoke that language and I would understand what people abroad say and uh, that's when I just started learning English. Of course, I uh, like... Uh, learned it at school and then i just had to you know start learning it by myself because of course you have you can have an excellent teacher you can have an absolutely great course in your class but it's important what you do yourself because language is not something that someone can explain to you and you just you know you just start speaking english for example so it's a lot of hard work, and uh, that is the reason why I, you know, succeeded. I think because I just, you know, was interested in it. Because if you are not interested in learning languages, for example, you will not probably do it because it takes it takes a lot of effort of yourself, not of anyone else. And uh, well, when I was like 12, I started learning, but of course, it was. Not, you know, that big. I just got interested. I just, you know, uh, started to receive good marks and I was really happy about it. And then, uh, you know, I just uh, thought that maybe languages is the sphere that I want to develop in. So, uh, yeah, so I basically, I chose the Institute of International Relations a lot because of the languages, because of the fact that learning languages is really a big deal here. Yes, and yeah, I just, I think I will continue learning new languages because, well, I'm sure of it, actually, because I really want to learn German or just... um, And I also am interested in French, but I don't really know anything in French. So, yeah, I'm really excited about learning new languages.
1: I love languages too. And as someone who speaks six, I know how hard it is to learn. What is your language learning method? Because I'm really enchanted by your ability to speak English and the way you're putting the grammar and even... The every word is perfectly said in its place. And in French, you can understand, like, bonjour, mademoiselle, or uh, (laughs) tu parles français ou pas, or whatever it is. It's not, it's the language of diplomacy. So I assume someday it will be a priority for you. So, what is your own language learning method? The way you develop the accent, the vocabulary, the grammar and all the ways that you approach it to perfect it?
0: Uh, well, I think, like, I actually have learned English to my level in, like, two years, I think, because, uh, you know, early earlier I just learned grammar, and of course grammar is important, that is 100%. But I think practice is even more important because I have a lot of people in my hometown that, you know, they knew grammar. They could, you know, solve these exercises that we had in in the books, but they, whatever, like the audio is playing or just they watch a film, they just don't get anything because they are bad at listening and they are bad at speaking. They just can not put two words together. And I think that's because... You know, you shall understand that, uh, well, personally, I uh, started watching films, I started reading books, I started watching different, you know, American shows, and um, that is how I you know, started working on my accent because, of course, accent is nothing bad, you know, when you have an accent, it's really like, it's natural, you know, because you are not a native, not a native speaker, but I just, you know, I wanted to improve it for some reason to sound like more, I don't know, advanced, perhaps. So I just started watching films and listening to uh, some music, American music, and I just, Started to repeat it, perhaps at the beginning, just to sound more less Ukrainian, and it's because you know um, at school, of course, we just spoke as as we were taught and as we were taught, and um, then I just realized that I have to do something more. So yeah, I think it's important to just watch films. You know, you can watch like with the subtitles at first of course because if you are not practiced enough of course you will need subtitles and it's really not it's really not a big deal but then you will just grow better and better and better and then you just stop and now of course you know you can wa- I can watch films and listening to music uh, and you know without any problems actually
1: Wonderful. I like it. I like even how you corrected teach to taught, which normally actually comes to people who have a great musical sense because you can feel the melody and the sensations of the language and mistakes feel wrong. It's not like an intellectual observation or something. But tell me too about law. Why law rather than anything else?
0: Yeah, well that is an interesting question for me because I I have always been interested not in law but you know at the in lawyers because uh, well I had a lot of friends that uh, you know were my like parents friends and they were lawyers and I don't know they were just I think they were alike because they are really you know Put together and they are really smart and they are really like diplomatic and then I we had a class called like law and at school but we just started law for a year I think they were just basic things you know and I just you know grow my interest I thought like why not like laws it is really uh great and I'm I'm terrible at math Like, I just, I am so grateful for the world that I do not study math anymore because I really, I really hate it. (laughs) And I am like humanitarian, like, I am more into subjects like history, languages, and, and et cetera. So I thought that law is a really great opportunity, you know, because... I think no to know loss of your country is important for basically everyone so that you can be fooled or and you know you can just know your rights and know what you are obliged to do, or just realize that you know you're just realizing what you can do and what you cannot do, and no one can fool you or just you know tell you something to do and now I know that I don't have to actually. So Yeah, I became interested in law, but I cannot say that I knew for sure that I will be studying law. I thought about law and I also thought about languages like the translator. Uh, Yeah, I want to be I wanted to be a translator and a lawyer. And then I found my Institute of International Relations and I just realized that I can be both. (laughs) I can be both a translator and a lawyer. So yeah that is how i just grow my interest and i sent my application i'm pretty happy like i have studied law for a year now and i say that i absolutely do not regret it
1: i love that the thing that fascinated you the most about law was the way lawyers are who are the friends of your parents and then of course you gave a valid and logical argument why but i understand it's about people as they are so important for you so people in general when you meet someone new what do you notice or assimilate or feel about them first and foremost is it their energy is it their body language and the way they move and compose themselves Is it their values and what they share that is important to them? Is it their life story and histories and overcoming of painful moments? Is it their dreams and interests and hobbies or what? I, of course, all are important, but to you, what seems to be the fascinating part that attracts you to learn about more and more in people?
0: Well, um... Actually when I meet someone I just you know of course manners they mean a lot because you know if a person behaves uh you know appropriately to the same situation and I also love people who are friendly you know who just show their interest in you too so that I do not have to you know question him uh, like or something else but of course I notice like manners and appearance not just you know I don't talk about the beauty because of of course beauty is really subjective and I think everyone is basically beautiful but you know the way they you know they look tidy and something and also of course when a person starts speaking and I realize that this person has uh, his, life, his life goals like when you ask what do you want to achieve and the person actually say something, not just, you know, well, I don't want, I live for today and I don't think I know what I will be doing uh, for like, you know, some time uh, later. And I just, I absolutely love ambitious people and I love people who understand who they are and who they want to be. So I just, yeah, I really love confident people and ambitious people and people who, you know, know their worth and they are friendly and they want to meet new people so that is actually all i care at you know at the beginning
1: i like that and i like that you're surrounding yourself with such people as much as possible so let's say you could give advice to all other ukrainian teens not from the institute but in general maybe some of them feel stuck and depressed because of the pandemic, or because they think there is no good future, or it's simply because they spend their day on social media, which can happen. What would be your insight or lesson or advice that they can use to make their lives better?
0: I think that everyone needs to understand that nobody's life is perfect because speaking about social media for example you you know you see those people and they seem to have like really perfect life perfect friends perfect family they are you know perfectly at perfect at studying and something but then you just have to stop and you think uh, i think you have to stop comparing yourself to those people and t- you have to understand that no nothing in the social media is actually real because when you post something you post something that you want uh, everyone to see Of course, people do not post their bad days or do not post something bad that happens in their life. And I think it's important to stop comparing yourself to the others and you have to become the best version of yourself without thinking that maybe someone is better. Of course, someone is better, I think. But it doesn't really matter because you are you and you have to always know this. And... um, you need to stop comparing and you also need to find something you like and do not, you know, dramatize everything about your life. Because, for example, I know a lot of people are insecure about and they do not know where to enter the university, for example. You just have to understand that it's not really a big deal. Like, if you choose something uh, wrong, there is no such thing as wrong. Like, you you can, uh, for example, I wants to study law now, but I do not say that, you know, law is like my, I don't know, like I will definitely work as a lawyer or something. I just know that this is good for me now. And maybe like sometime later, I think, no, I don't really like law anymore. I want to do design or something. And it's okay because it is life and you are changing. You're constantly changing. And do not oppress those changes. Just let yourself change and let yourself think beyond uh, anyone thinks you are capable of. Because, of course, when I just wanted to enter in this, into this university, when I wanted to move in Cape, there were, of course, people who told me, like, why you do you, why do you even need this? You can stay here. Like, you will have some work here and you can study here. But I, you know, I just knew that I want this. So I just went for it. And I, I think it's important that you do not regret anything like this, because if it was appropriate at some point of your life, at some stop of your life, it will be uh, it, it is be- best for you because it is your experience. And of course, every, every experience is important. That's what I always think. And I also know that nothing happens without the reason. So if you are where you are now, then you have to be there and you have to learn a lesson perhaps. Maybe you meet some new people there or maybe you meet yourself there. You just find yourself. You can find someone you want to do. So just don't be afraid to change and to think beyond and to do something that is not really, you know, basic for you. Do not afraid to try something new and do not afraid to be someone you was not uh, you weren't earlier. Just don't be afraid of changes.
1: That's so inspirational. Thank you for that talk and that speech. And to end this, can you tell me about travel? What difference did it make in your life? Why are you fascinated? with it and why would you recommend it to everyone as part of their life experience
0: traveling means a lot to me because i have traveled since i was a child because again my parents love traveling too so they took me into many countries and i will definitely not stop and i want to you know be in new countries because when you travel you meet new people you meet uh you know new Uh, I don't know, traditions, customs, you just realize that, uh, you know, you can learn something too because, for example, you visit some country and you just think, wow, I didn't know this that is actually great and you start doing this in your country and of course it is the experience that other people share and other nations share i'm really interested in this so i love traveling because it is the change of place and you know people are really different in in every country i think of course there are a lot of features that you know suitable for everyone but um it is really interesting to get to know new people, new may- maybe like, you know, thoughts they share. And I always talk a lot with people from different countries. You know, I I meet them. I uh, try to make a conversation because everyone, for, like, everyone says something new and everyone makes me, you know, think about it. And just uh, when I come home, I have personally, I have a lot of, Uh, thoughts that I have new in my head that I need to analyze the situations and analyze my life even. So yeah, I think it is just the opportunity to see beyond and to see uh, how people maybe are more experienced than you and you just learn something from them.
1: Thank you so much. I love the depth of thought in every one of your answers. It was wonderful. I'll make sure to write your Instagram in the description in case people want to connect with you. And thank you, Dasha. It was a privilege, an honor, and a great time. And I wish you a brilliant day.
0: Thank you so much. It was a really great experience for me. And even though it was new, it was really easy to work with you. So thank you so much. I wish you success. And I wish you just, uh, you know, be more successful than you are now. So yeah, best wishes for me. Absolutely.
1: Thank you. You're so kind.